Good evening, morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Roberto, and of course, this is, of course, the Black Hand 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good week today. Mine um, was exceptional. Not happy, not good, but not bad either. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it's been pretty hot everywhere. It's been crazy as hell everywhere as well. So please watch out for yourselves, watch out for your families, and whatever you do, watch out for those that are not that are not watching for anything. Because you'll it's a matter of life and death these days. So just uh, keep your heads up and keep it on the swivel. Tonight I'm gonna talk about something that I'm all too familiar with. And it's something that even though somebody might tell me I don't believe it because I've been told too many times that it's not believable and that is beauty 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 you have supermodels you have runway models which is the same thing you have um, you know eye candy and all that other type of stuff but beauty can be even without the looks. Yes, anybody can have washboard abs, anybody can have big breasts, everybody can have a nice backside, nice back period, and everything else in the world. You can work out to the cows come home, and you'll be considered a beautiful person. A man or a woman will tell you every 15 minutes, oh my God, you're so handsome, or you're so pretty, you're so cute, oh my God, I wanna jump your bones, or whatever the hell you wanna call it, because of beauty. Now, there are beauties that doesn't even affect with looks. It could be your attitude. If you're a beautiful person, then you're a beautiful, period. And if you have a type of sense of, you know, trusting people and not talking to them like they have a third grade education or anything, and you don't see, you know, race and all that other type of stuff, yes, you are a very beautiful person. And if you do have the beauty outside that goes with it, that's extra. But every once in a while, you get these people who think that they're beautiful no matter what the hell they do. And I'm mostly talking about celebrities. Now, when I think of beauty, of course, I think of supermodels. Supermodels are are paid, literally, for their beauty. They are magazine covers, they you know walk walkways, they wear the fancy clothes and you know fashion week in New York and all that kind of bullshit that you see on TV every fucking day. You see people sitting in the crowd, they got their sunglasses on even though it's midnight and you know they're taking pictures and the you know the beautiful supermodels walking up and down the runway and you know flaunting wherever the hell the their latest designer is and you know their hair is flawless and their you know teeth are straight and they're smiling and everything else but what people don't know is that being beautiful is a very 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 hard fucking job it really is especially for women because if you are trying to stay ahead of the curve which in human cases is old age you will do pretty much whatever you have to do to keep yourself looking the way you are, which is beautiful. 
you uh i know you probably have seen most of these you know women celebrities and men celebrities that are in their 50s and 60s that are still trying to you know keep their body chiseled and you know they go to the gym 15 hours a day and do jumping jacks until they can't do them anymore and sit-ups and pull-ups and gun-ups and every damn thing ups just to make sure their arms and their stomach and their abs and everything are showing and they're just, uh, you know, just looking like like they're ready to whoop somebody's motherfucking ass. <laughs> well, to them, that is, you know, beauty. Yeah, and also it comes with confidence, too, which I have none, by the way. And uh, to me, confidence is a four-letter word. So anybody that has, you know, that's, you know, beautiful and they... You know, take care of themselves, and they know they look okay, and they look okay, and people tell me they look okay. Then it doesn't go to their head. Now, if you were like I don't know, a Kardashian, in this case, Kim Kardashian, you're doing selfies all the time. You're taking pictures of yourself on the couch, in the car, in the yacht, in the you know, with your jewelry on, or your you know, you got. Your, your fashionable sunglasses that cost like $900 and other type of bullshit. If you keep doing that over and over and over again, if you come out the house not beautified, which I mean, you have your makeup on, you look at all the nines, people are going to start talking about you. It can backfire just like that because public opinion these days especially is very high. If any celebrity that looks good behind the camera and they got their makeup on and everything, people expect you to look like that 24 fucking 7, 365, no days off, whatever. You go to bed with makeup on, basically. So if you come out looking like anything, like you don't look in this magazine or this, you know, whatever, people are going to start talking. They're going to start saying you look fat. They're going to say you look, they got wrinkles. You know, say your 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 you know breasts are sagging, your ass is sagging, you got a got a big ass stomach and everything like that. And the media, especially the news media, do not give a damn what you look like. They just want to make some money off whatever the hell they're making money off of. If it just so happens to be that you look like, you know, the creature from the black lagoon taking out your trash, then they're going to make a big deal out of it. And, um, you know, you got to, you know, save face because you are a celebrity and you got to go to the gym and make sure you work out and do your juices and sit ups and pull ups and everything to get back into the shape that people are remembering you for. And it can get really, really tiring, especially when you get to a certain age. I mean, um, there's nothing wrong with being one to be beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that at all kids are told that they're beautiful all the time. My child is beautiful. Beautiful baby I've ever seen. And most people tell their kids that, you know, they're beautiful, they're, they look great, just to build their confidence. Now, I, on the other hand, have heard both sides. I've been told I by some people, like, and like I said, it doesn't matter to me because I've already had my opinion in my head for 30 years. So it doesn't really matter if they think I'm ugly bastard or a fine bastard. It doesn't matter to me. 
But I've had people tell me up close that I was a very attractive man. Okay. And then I had people tell me that I could could win a butt ugly contest. I have been made fun of for pretty much everything on me. I've only been called handsome a few times and I thought it was bullshit. I thought they were out for something. They wanted something from me. And usually if they say that, then that's what I think. And to me, and my wife gets a kick out of this, if a woman is flirting with me, I do not know it. I I have, I'm completely oblivious because I don't get flirted with, I don't. So when it does happen, I'm just like, okay, well, you know, hey, good for me, hey, you know, go get a beer or something, I don't know. I mean, you're supposed to do high fives or something, I don't know what the hell you do, but either way. But I will tell you, for everybody else to hear, and people that don't want to hear, I'm on here telling you that I, Robert, Roberto, is an ugly son of a bitch. I'm a big lip bastard. I am not attractive to anything. No one is attractive to me. Yes, I'm married. I don't give a damn. But the fact of the matter is, is that I don't find myself attractive. I don't. I don't find myself beautiful. And there are some people in this state, especially, that will tell you even worse than that. But the thing is, though, I'm used to that. I'm used to not being... You know, having washboard abs and, you know, looking like Michael B. Jordan every time I take my damn shirt off and everything, even though women do go crazy over that. And, you know, my my voice, I think of my voice, <laughs> man, if I had a doll for every time somebody made fun of me because of the way my voice sound, I wouldn't be doing this on a damn cellular phone. I'd be doing it in an actual studio. And beauty can backfire big time. If you're beautiful 24-7 and you walk out the house or you walk out your car and, you know, like I said, especially celebrities, celebrities have got that bad. They're stalked no matter what the hell they look like. You making millions of dollars and everything else, they're going to be on your doorstep every fucking day to figure out something that's happening or not happening to you. So if you are a person that's in front of the camera all the time and you're dressed up and everything and you know you got this nonchalant like oh well I know I'm pretty but I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it whatever type of attitude people are expecting you to be like that for 20, every single fucking day when you take out your garbage you supposed to have to get makeup on when you take out you go out to chuck your car you gotta have your washboard app showing uh when you uh pick up the kids from school you gotta have your you know your your you know your arms showing your guns man you gotta do all that stuff because people expect that from you. Now, beauty is a, you know, could be destroyed as well. Now, I know some of you probably have seen the movie Seven. It's uh, one of my brother's favorite movies. And I've watched it a few times. And then it came to, uh, let me see, Glutton. I can't remember the, the sin that it was. But in the movie, uh, the, there's a lady who's a, who's a model, and she's all about her looks. So um, she, the guy, or, you know, Kevin Spacey, 
Custalay's nose off to Spider Face, which is you know one of just one of the sins. So he put a telephone in one hand, and I think it was a gun or something in the other or something like that. So he gave her a choice of either calling the ambulance and to save her, even though she was defigured, or killing herself because she didn't want nobody seeing what she looked like. If you've seen the movie, you already know what the, where this is going. She shot herself because she just could not, you know, live with the fact that she was was ugly or not beautiful anymore. And that's the thing about celebrityism. If you get if you get famous, you go out and you do movies or you sing and you dance and everything else, and you do it all the time. And then all of a sudden you start doing something else. Everybody's going to wonder why the hell you're not doing what you were doing before. Beauty is the same damn way. Why is your hair not done? I mean, it was just being curls and everything. What happened? Now, why are you not wearing that year of makeup like you used to? You know, just, and people notice that shit. Now, um, Michael Jackson, some of you can't stand him. And I quite frankly do not give a damn. I love the man. He was a he was a talented man, and if you sit up there and tell me that you did not dance to anything that Michael Jackson made in the last fifty years of his fucking career, you'll be bullshit. But that's just me. Anyway, he's a prime example of beauty. Now, of course, everybody knows Michael Jackson born was born in Indiana, you know, my stepmother's home state, and um, he was he was he was an African American. So as he got, you know, popular and started growing, you know, he had this figure that everybody was going to look at him like, oh, my God, Michael Jackson looks disgusting and he looks ugly. And what he doesn't know is, is that that's part of being an adolescent and growing into being a teenager, having zits on your face, your face is all fucked up and everything and all this other type of stuff. But it's Michael Jackson, so you can't, you know, can't fault him for that. Because the man grew up in front of an entire audience since he was five years old. But anywho, so he went ahead and, you know, even though he said it was a disease, and there's diseases like he said he had, you know, it changed, like, overnight, over the span of his career. And, uh, you know, at the end, he looked like an old, crusty, old man, white man, to be exact. He looked like a bat. Matter of fact, he looked like a Chinese uh, anime cartoon. But that just shows you how beauty can turn on you. Because he thought that if he gets his chin done or his nose done and, you know, get his, you know, face bleach, whatever the hell you want to call it, that he'll be a lot more noticeable and likable by other people. Well, then you put the whole thing in that he that everybody labeled him a child molester and doesn't matter what the hell you look like. You've already been labeled and people are going to call you that because people are evil. So they don't give a damn. So he um, did all that stuff to himself and, uh, you know, kept his voice the way it was and everything else, because that's what people knew about him, his music and his dancing, his singing and his dancing. And his looks, uh, they came into play shortly after his career took off. And he went solo and left the rest of the Jackson band, 
you know, Jackson is back on the on the couch. But he is a prime example of beauty. He lost all his. He he took what he had and just completely obliterated it because of people's opinion of it. Which is very sad if you think about it. Another person that has um, this whole beauty thing is everything type of thing going. I cannot remember her name, but she is butt fucking ugly now. And she was a model back in the 70s, and uh, she was fairly attractive. You know, she had her hair, she had the, you know, the flowing hair and everything. I'm not talking about Chrissy Brinkley. Chrissy Brinkley looked like she has not changed at all, except for her age. And her daughters looked exactly like her. Like she just cloned herself or something. It was just it's ridiculous. But either way, supermodels have it the worst. Because they have they don't have supermodels in their name for no for just for kicks. So when people look at them, they could be selling like, you know, makeup or clothes, you know, like I said, doing runways, uh, being in people's music videos, whatever. And they have to look a certain way all the fucking time. So you got people like Christy Brinkley, who looks very well for her age. You know, you got Brooke Shields, who <laughs> actually dated Michael Jackson. Nee, 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 nee. And uh, <laughs> back in the day, uh, you know, you got other like Iman and, you know, Ella McPherson and all the people that were you know, models back in the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s. And um, they have regular lives now. You know, I mean, some of them do. But yeah, but it's like, it's, it's a job that you have to do all the fucking time. Even when you're not in front of a camera, you gotta be, you know, supermodel looking. And, you know, to not look like that, that is, uh, doesn't make, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, it looks terrible. And next thing you know, they're putting in public, you know, putting in headlines that, you know, so-and-so look like she's been homeless for 45 years and she's living on horrible time and all that type of bullshit. They take one little small thing and make a soap opera out of it. And beauty is definitely one of those. So, so if, um, so when I see, and I see this a lot in hip-hop, or, yeah, hip-hop, because I'm not going to call it rap because that'll be a, that'll be a, uh, you know, disgrace to rap all around but anyway but um hip-hop especially like you know like younger hip-hop artists they 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 rely on their looks so damn much you know they gotta you know gotta have all these tattoos all over their bodies and you know they gotta look like they've been they haven't eaten like three or four months and they skinny as hell and look like they been living out in a damn dumpster instead of living in a mansion and of course, you know, they got to make, they got to brag about how many cars they got, how many women they fucked around with, and how many drugs they've taken, how much lean they've been drinking, and everything else. And their their model is, you only live once. Well, some of those people, they, um, they, they look beautiful to somebody, or fine, or a good lord, and all that type of stuff, to some people. Some people actually find looking like a raggedy ass person very attractive especially if you are you know one of these hip hop stars 
and um, they will they will follow them around they go to concerts and they will just stalk the hell out of you and um, from my point of view because I am a kid of the 80s it seems that looks have taken over for you know for actual talent now before I say this I don't want to hear nobody's damn mouth. I am 45 years old. I've been listening to rap music since I was, oh God, 11, maybe? Run DMC. Can't go wrong. So what I'm about to say is going to piss off a lot of damn people. And I don't care. <laughs> because I have been watching this, whatever the hell this is, been been playing around with, that's called you know, hip-hop music for quite some time now and to me it is not no it's not rap music it's damn sure not rap music I can't understand a fucking thing they say anyway but either way I have seen women's show off all kind of body parts while they're rapping or whatever they're doing I've seen men show off all their body parts what they're doing whatever the hell they're doing I've seen videos that look like I was watching surf porn. <laughs> uh, that's for you there. Um, this is um, Cardi B and uh, this Meg Thee Stallion. Uh, that's for you too. And um, Lil Nas X up here doing, you know, doing videos naked and shit and stuff like that. And to somebody somewhere in this great big world of ours, they find it attractive. They find them, they're beautiful. Somebody right now thinks Lil Nas X is the most finest thing in the whole damn world. And I'm like, why? (laughs) What the hell? And I'm looking at them like, I'm looking at these videos that they be making. I'll be like, is this a video? Or am I watching like Debbie Does Dallas? Or am I watching like, you know, know, One Like to Live, the, 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 uh, the pornographic version or something. I don't know. Call me old. I don't know. But all the women that I came up with in, in rap music, they didn't show off body parts. Uh, they they showed their skills. And then some people don't think they have skills either, but that's your opinion. But now... I'm seeing skin, I'm seeing breasts, I'm seeing ass, I'm seeing vaginas, I'm seeing penises, don't want to see those, good God, no, and everything else. But somebody right now is watching all these damn videos, and they're saying, oh my God, Megan Stanley's beautiful. She is beautiful, don't get me wrong, she's, 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 yeah, damn, okay? But the thing is, though, is that what in the hell are you going to do? And this always pops in my head every single time. What in the hell are you going to do when your body starts getting to a point where your breasts are not high up anymore? Your ass is not as big as it used to be. Then you would have to actually learn how to do the talent thing. Same thing with men. All you damn dudes out here with these little hip-hop artists up here wearing these little, little dreadlock blonde hair and them bullshit. Showing off your little waistline and your little washboard abs and 
all your little tattoos all over there, damn, damn, well, it's like you just came out of fucking Rikers. What the hell are you going to do when all that shit starts getting fat? And you may think that. You may think, oh, no, they ain't never going to have me. Bullshit. <laughs> that shit will happen to you, and you'll never even see it coming. So what are you going to do when that, that happens? Seriously. Because you can't rely on your body any damn more. You have to actually do whatever the hell you were hired to do. And your body's like, hey, dude, we like 45 years old. We, we 50 years old, man. We can't do this shit anymore. We're we, we going to have to do something, man. We can't, can't do this. You mean can't do I can't. <laughs> okay. I'm old. So beauty is the in the eye of the beholder. And um, if you are a person that likes people that you know, look like all the people I just mentioned, that's 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 great. If you want to be like the people I just mentioned, okay, that's your prerogative. But for me, on the other hand, I've only been attracted to a very few people. And um, I, I, like I said, I, I take a blind eye to anybody that says I am attractive. I, I, like I said, I think they're out for ulterior motives myself. I think they're out for something. Oh, you're just so handsome. Okay, who, who the hell are you? Who sent you? Because <laughs> I don't believe that shit. And people just find it very fascinating that I don't have no kind of confidence like that. And I never have. I've lost count, man. If I had a dollar for every time I told somebody that I don't think I'm, I am a very attractive man or I'm a handsome man or bodacious, whatever the hell you want to call it, I would be rich. I'll be sitting up here with Jay-Z drinking some kind of Moet or something. I don't know. But the fact is, is that people cannot, cannot believe that. Well, yeah, it's true. I do not think that I am that cute. I am not attractive and I'm not beautiful or anything else for that matter. I am a black dude doing whatever I can. That's it. And beauty actually doesn't have, have anything to do with confidence either. And it's uh, something that, like I said, people expect, it, expect you to look a certain way all the time. They expect you to, to sing a certain way all the time. People are very demanding. And if fans, fans will love you no matter what. If they think that you are attractive, they'll think you're attractive when you're in your 60s or your 70s. Prime example of that, my mother, God bless her. She was a gigantic, which I did not notice until later years. She was a very big fan of Tom Jones. Now, if you don't know who Tom Jones is for the younger millennial crowd, you might want to Google him up. He's a very, he was a, you know, he sounded like he was black anyway. I mean, you know, he sings like, you know, she's a lady and whoa, whoa, just real cool guy. And I seen him in person once, but that's another story. And uh, my mom didn't give a damn if he was white, black, Welsh, which is what he is, or anything. She thought he was a very attractive man. And then, not to say I was looking at him or anything, but I was like, okay, I can see why women liked him. Because, I mean, the man was gyrating his brown, his damn hips like he's about to bust one of them out. And he's like well into his 80s now, I think. And women still think, oh, God, he's just so handsome. And I'm thinking, okay, well, the man's like 100 years old. What the hell are you doing? 
know, but that's but women, you know, they people that age, they're like, oh no, he was just so fine. You know, and another person, very white, very fucking white. Mr. Ed, you know, this now I know some of y'all have seen Barry White, and if you haven't, again, Google him. He was not, let's say, attractive, but what made him attractive was his voice. I love, I love, you know, just, anybody hears his voice, it's like, oh, Lord. You know, my mom, <laughs> I have this joke. My mom was watching some kind of thing on uh, Barry White one time. And we're sitting there, and I'm looking over, and my mom was just like, <sighs> I was like, Mom, you okay? You gonna have a heart attack? What's going on? No, I just think, oh, God, he just so damn, you know, God, he sounds good. Okay. Uh, take your word for it. I don't think I'm very white that way. Very good singer, but that's about it. You know, but then you get into my generation. And to me, and forevermore, I believe the most beautiful singer in the world, to me, is Janet Damn Jackson. Whew, Lord, Lord. I mean, the man, the woman is fine as hell, okay? I've been watching her ass since she was Penny on Good Times, okay? And she was fine then, even though I'm looking at her at my age, and that show was kind of kind of creepy. But as she got older, and as she branched out, and boy, should she branch out, whew, I, I fell in love with her. But there was one reason why I feel that way about Janet Jackson. Picture it. Phoenix, Arizona, 1989. Ah, yes, what a year. At high top fate. I'm at home being a nerd because I'm in the Star Trek and all those things, live longer, prosper, by the way. And um, I'm sitting here, you know, going to school, and this friend of mine came up to me and said, hey, man, you want to go to a concert? I was like, what concert? It's a school night. It was like Tuesday or something. I don't know. So I was like, well, who's playing? He says, Janet Jackson. I was like, Janet Jackson? I'm like, what the hell is he... But she what she playing like fame or something with those because you know she used to be on fame she was on different strokes she was on good times she's on a lot of shows before she actually blew up you know so he's like no she's got an album out you know called rhythm nation now i must mind you ladies and gentlemen i was a nerd i was the essential fucking nerd okay i had the steve urkel thing down before steve urkel was even fucking far of okay that's how bad it was i was picked on i was made fun of I was teased and bullied every day. So for me to go to this woman's concert, it made me feel like even a bigger nerd. Some people might have thought I was gay or something. I don't know. It wouldn't matter anyway. But anywho, there was one little problem here. My dad, he says, hell no, you're not going out because it's a school night. You got to go to school tomorrow. Okay, dad. So I just told, <laughs> I told my stepmother this like six years ago, and I can tell you all this now. I snuck out the house to go to this concert. Yeah, I was just, I mean, and, and it wasn't because I liked Janet Jackson. I just was curious about what this event, this, you know, this concert was. It was at American West Arena. So we went there, and he had some nice ass seats. We almost had the front row seats. It was just, it was beautiful. 
So I'm sitting around looking around like, wow, this is a big ass. I'm thinking about the arena. It's like a really big ass arena. And then all the lights go out. Boom. I'm like, what the shit? And all of a sudden, this one little white beam comes down on top of this lady. It's Janet. And she's dressing her Rhythm Nation garb. She got the 1814 thing going. She got her hair braided, got the hat on, and she's dancing around. And I thought to myself, I really love this woman. I, my mouth was open the entire time. I was just like, uh, it's fine as hell. And the concert is about two hours. So here I am with my mouth wide open. Everybody in the grandma could throw trash in there or whatever. And she's dancing around. She's wearing her black clothes and got her little brassiere out and everything and stuff. And I'm just like, I loved it her. <laughs> so I, I snuck back in the house and they never asked me anything. My father didn't know. My stepmother didn't know. That's the most crazy thing about the whole thing. If I would have got my ass whooped, I would have been happy about it. Because I was like, I'm in love with a Janet Jackson now. So what did I do after I came back from this experience of Rhythm Nation 1814 concert? I came home and I took all the colored clothes out of my room, out of my closet, and wore black for the next 27 fucking years. And it's still my favorite color to this very day. Because of Jan Jackson. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, beauty can come in any kind of shape or form. It can come in feelings, it can come in your body, or it can come in your mind. It can come in your talent. Now, Jan Jackson comes from a very talented family. Michael, Jermaine, Guido, Marlon, all them people. Very talented family. But at that very moment, I didn't know any of them. I knew Janet. And I knew that if I ever had a chance, I would. <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, well, you know, uh, that's my past right there. You know, she come up to me like, Robert, I wait you to have sex with me. Honey, I'll be right back. <laughs> and she's the same way about Bon Jovi. But that's another story. Anyway, but, um, but that night changed my entire life forever. And that's the beauty part of that, because I was a nerd. So I'm coming out of my room looking like I'm about to go to a funeral in Phoenix in 80 degree weather, wearing all black like I'm a really bad John Johnny Cash you know, lookalike. And I didn't care. I, at that time, I was calling myself a Rhythm Nation soldier. Yeah, you can laugh. It was funny. But it's true, though. So I did fall in love with Janet for, in three ways. Her beauty, the way she danced, the way she sang, and her oh, her body. Oh boy, her body. Anyway, um, so yes, but if you if the person finds themselves, if they think they're beautiful or they're 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 cute or sexy or whatever else like that, that's one thing. But if you if your if your attitude does not match what's outside of your body. It makes you a very ugly person. You could be the most finest woman in the whole damn world. If, you're, if your attitude stinks, so do you. And that's the one thing about this generation now that some of them are not getting. 
you're not going to look the same way you did 30 years ago. You're not going to look the same way you looked yesterday. You, your body changes. And as you change, things pass by. People will find you attractive. Just some people may not. Some may think you're the most ugliest person on earth. And you can try to change your mind. You can do your sit-ups and pull-ups and, you know, dance a jig. Whatever the hell you want to do. But either way, if somebody does not find you beautiful, it's going to be a very hard way to try to convince them that you are. So, the only thing you can do, basically, is try to have your match the inside with your outside. Now, as I say, I'm not attractive. I'm not beautiful. By no means. I've had people tell me that. I'm like, <laughs> right. You can ask my wife. And even I, and I mean, I have a wife. I love her to death. I'm so glad I met her. And I even now, even then, I still don't think I'm an attractive man. That's how bad it is. If you are told every single day over and over again that you are ugly some bitch by everybody. After a while, you just break down and think, damn, maybe they're right. But see, there's a difference between my generation doing that and a generation we're living in now. Because they think that what makes them beautiful is what they do on the outside of their body. You know, doing sit-ups and running and you know, wearing, wearing midriffs so you can show your, your washboard abs and you know, your hair is flowing in the wind and all that type of bullshit. Or men going to clubs with they damn with a shirt on with nothing underneath it and everything else just showing off everything. Because that's the image that people have put on TV to tell you what people want. And uh, it's not true. You can be the most finest person. A man can have muscles out the ass, they got ass, ass bored, every damn thing. And still be the ugliest bastard that you ever met. And it won't matter if you are attractive or not. But one day, and I say this to every young person I meet, one day, you're going to turn 30. And everything's just going to start like a, like a hot air balloon right up the sky. You ain't going to look the same. Your hair is going to turn a little bit, a little bit, a little thinner. Your washboard abs are not going to be too many washes. Uh, you're not going to be able to walk to the end of the court or into, into the hall before you start breathing kind of hard. It just happens. So celebrities, the only reason why they can do all that shit is because they have the money to, and the means to do so. Now, all these ladies that are in their 50s, especially in Hollywood... And they're taking these, uh, you know, these selfies of themselves in bikinis and, you know, wearing dresses that, you know, they just should be wearing just to show that they still have their body. And, of course, there's also a confidence thing, which I don't have any, so it doesn't really matter. But the point is, is that if you rely on your body to get you by in places with your beauty it's going to run out one day and you are going to be 
you know, old. I work around senior citizens all the time. And I've seen some of the pictures of the ladies that I drive. Beautiful ladies. They were very, very attractive back in the day. But even they knew that that day will come that they would not look like they do in the picture. They won't have the skinny waistline and the long flowing blonde hair, black hair, brunette, whatever. And their husbands are not going to look the way they did when they first met them. So, the only thing I can tell you is that you should not rely on your looks or your beauty to get you very far. And I'm not calling this a confidence thing because it's not. I'm not saying that you should not believe in yourself and say that you are attractive. I'm not saying that either. But what I'm saying is, one day, you have to rely on something else besides your beauty to get you by. You know why supermodels start kind of fading out after 40 or whatever? Because that's usually the lifespan of a, of a supermodel. I've never been one, so I may be wrong. But you can't be beautiful or a supermodel your entire life. Some people are going to be like, okay, we don't need you right now, so we'll just go on home. That's when you know your first sign is that you're getting up there. Because people are also fucking cruel. And they will tell you that you're old to your damn face and then go back to doing whatever the hell they're doing. Because they don't give a shit. But anyhow, if, um, if you're a person that's listening to this and you have, you have all the confidence in the world to say that you are an ugly person or whatever, you know that you are not attractive, you know you don't have what it takes to be beautiful and whatever like that. Coming from a guy that thinks the exact same way, you want to rely on all that. If you have a very nice attitude, you know, you get along with people, you know, you do things for them or yourself or whatever, then you're a very attractive person. You ain't got to have all the, you know, Mark Wahlberg, you know, triple abs and all that type of shit to be attractive, to be beautiful. And I've had some of those ugliest people in the world be the most beautiful people in the world because they treat me like I was actually a person and not some inanimate object or some shit. But that's the that's the problem with this this world, basically. Because everybody relies on things that's on them to get them by. Basketball players, they rely on their whole body to win games. I know you probably, some of you probably watched the Bucks and the, the Suns game, which was a very good series, by the way. And I'm glad the Bucks won. But um, half those guys that are on the teams now, they're not going to be able to rump it down the court in another 20 or 30 years. They're going to slow down. They're going to start getting pains in places that they didn't even know they fucking had. Their hair will start gray and probably get ball spots. And um, they'll have to retire. And somebody, somewhere, whether it be themselves or their money, makes them look very, very good to some people. But those type of people are just around you for the money anyway. So they're attractive no matter what the hell they're doing. But the point I'm getting at, ladies and gentlemen, is that beauty is actually in the eye of the beholder. And no matter if they look good in a swimsuit or naked or whatever the hell there is, it's their attitude that makes them ugly. 
It's the way they treat people that makes them ugly. It's the way they look at people and percept them that makes them ugly. And take it from me, it does happen. People do not care now. People will cuss you out and then go back to drinking their latte. No feelings worth a damn. They will come up to you and call you the worst and the ugliest bastard they've ever met. And then go back to drinking their tea. Because people's attitudes is what makes them ugly. So, while your kids or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever like that is... You know, going out with you with their shirt wide open for everybody and grandma to see. Or if your girlfriend's wearing something that would blow off in the wind, just like, oh my God, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's all cute and dandy when you're in 20s and everything. But wait till you get to your about 30s or your 40s, unless you are J-Lo, you know, something's going to drop. Something's going, your stomach going to drop, your stomach, your ass, whatever. It's going to drop. And you'll be saying, damn, Rob is right. Yes, yes, I am right. But either way, folks, that is my word for tonight. And with that being said, this is your boy Roberto Ford, the Black Hand Podcast 2.0. Please join me next week when I talk about something you may or may not like. And I will see you guys down the road. Good night, America, wherever you are. And beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, if you meet somebody that's about the same wavelength that you are, as in beauty and everything, and they think you're attractive, and you think they're attractive, then just be attractive together. And to hell with everybody that thinks you're ugly. Except for me, of course, because I've been taking that for a while. So they can tell me, I'll be like, (laughs) I wrote the book on that, okay? Thank you. Duh. Tell me something new. But anyway, folks, you guys have a nice weekend. Please be safe. Please take care of yourselves and stay out the heat if you can, because goddamn, it's cold. Hot, hot, hot. (laughs) Hot as a damn blazes. But uh, either way, be careful. Have a nice weekend. Peace.